the views expressed and the opinions given by the individual host, guest, random reptoid, or chupacabra may not necessarily reflect those of AM950 Radio, its affiliates, or its sponsors. Now, it's time to step into the unknown. There are things people experience but never talk about. A shadow moving in the corner, flickering of the lights, a disembodied voice. We invite you to talk with us, share your story, share your experience, because this isn't just your story, this is our story. This is Ghost Box Radio with Greg Bakken. And this is Ghost Box Radio on AM 950, where every night we talk about the paranormal, ufology, Bigfoot, and so much more. My name is Greg Bakken. Thank you very much for joining us on this casual Friday. Very exciting. We got a lot to get through today for being casual. It's kind of a jam-packed from start to finish evening that we have going on here. We're going to be giving away tickets, uh, part of uh, the AM 950 Listener Appreciation Month. We're giving tickets away tonight to the Randy Road, sorry, Randy Road. I keep wanting to say that Randy Rainbow for President Tour. That's going to actually happen. The the uh, the the show is going to actually happen a week from tonight at the State Theater. We're giving away a pair of tickets for that tonight. Stay tuned. We'll let you know when to call in for your chance to win on that. Uh, but uh, Adam, who is with us tonight, how are you doing, Adam? Not too bad, sir. Yourself? You know, I'm not so bad. You know, I have to admit, I had a shocking moment pre- before the show. And that was uh, listening. I had completely forgotten that I cut that. I mean, I, it's generous to call that a promo of the Randy Rainbow thing. I just did it last <laughs> night. It sounds like even though I recorded it where you're sitting right now, mm-hmm. it sounds like I recorded it on a Fisher Price, my first microphone. I really <laughs> what is what is going on with? Is it my voice? Is it I mean, I, I've not had problems before. But last night, I think I did. I think I spent 45 minutes to make that that's 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 pretty bad (laughs) then i won't tell you some of the stories about a few of the weathers i've had to cut in here so don't feel bad about taking 40 minutes to do that at all uh some of the weathers i've had to do in here i'm glad i usually show up about an hour before i'm supposed to because i will mess those up like you wouldn't believe oh my gosh you know i i called randy rainbow randy road last night probably about 45 times and i'm actually reading a script it's so actually, i do not know it, the thing is though it's actually fitting for you to call him randy rhodes on this show randy rhodes was a guitarist for ozzy osbourne yep. who died in a yep. plane crash and ozzy and sharon have both said that he has visited them from the That's afterlife true. so it does make sense for you to say randy rhodes well and i do think that ozzy even though he walks amongst us i think he is actually in the afterlife <laughs> as we speak he and so. keith richards both Right, very much so. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So, I mean, it's just it, it's it's uh, pretty it was pretty shocking to hear that. To be very honest. Uh, so tonight, a couple things I want to do. I want to talk about uh, dreams a little bit. Uh, as uh, I, you know, I, I don't want to be like come on the show like I had a bad dream last night, but I had a dream I wanted to kind of talk about because I found it actually very profound for myself, and I'm curious what people think. You know, we're all like-minded folks listening to the show, and we all find dreams very interesting. But then, as I promised on Monday, uh, I spent the entire hour just talking about my ex- my a few experiences in a very short amount of time about uh, my 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 experiences with a Bigfoot 
uh, over two nights. And uh, that took the entire hour. And I, I was happy about it. But there's a lot of people who gave their uh, opinion on the question that I asked on Monday. And I want to make sure I get to that because people gave their time and they're very interesting answers. So I think, Adam, we're going to talk about that uh, in the second segment, uh, get into that, get your thoughts on it as well. And uh, really uh, just uh, it's, 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 a, it's a jam-packed episode tonight. That's all I know. Easing into Friday with a lot of stuff. Ease into the weekend, get some dreams out there. So what is with, uh, was it a lucid dream? Was it just an extremely vivid dream? So a couple things here. It was, it was, uh, it, it's, I think it's a very, I don't know if the dream comes from my own soul. And I'm going to explain that in a second, because to start with a couple, a couple things, about 12 years ago or something, maybe even a little bit more. I had a dream walking through Northeast Minneapolis. I, that's kind of an area I grew up in. And uh, I remember vividly some of the shops that are over by, would be like over by the Ritz Theater, by the P&A, um, you know. And, and, but then there was this other building that was a little like four stories tall and very square. And it's like, I don't know what that is. And it just seemed out of place. But I remember walking over there and I, and I walk and underneath a tree, I walk underneath a tree branch and there's a snake there. And the snake just kind of gives me a, a, a kind of a hiss, but doesn't attack. And when I move over to the other side of that branch where the snake was, it changed to a, a different season. It went from summer to winter. And uh, that is actually something that is very uh, that is known uh, the, those exact sort of um, pieces, which being the snake and the and the means of change. The point of that story, though, was that I visited our friends over at Magus Books mm. about a month ago, and I haven't been out in like the Central Avenue area for a long time. And I park on the side street, not on Central Avenue. I get out of my car, and there's that building. And I've never seen that building like in that tall one I'm talking about. The one yeah, that's the like four story four, one. Yeah. Yeah. Like not tall, I guess. But, you know, it's it's like, yeah. wow. So I was just really um, that. I mean, I had to go over there and walk around it. It's like this big building that just doesn't really fit in with the rest of the area because it's all, you know, housing and stuff. And that building is actually housing, but it's more it just really sticks out. And it's like, where did you come from? You know, that is just really bizarre. My dream last night, okay, uh, it's a little little bit kind of personal. And, I, you know, if people are looking for, like, some sort of, like, you know, you know, ghostly story or something or aliens coming to dream, I don't think this is it. But full disclosure, uh, I've never had children. And uh, even even more so, I've never held a child. I've never picked up a child in my entire life. I've never picked up a baby. Which, you know, you being a father, you're just like, what? I'm sure, yeah. you know, it's like, mm, that's even not, not friends me. who's had babies. I've picked them up. Absolutely. And usually I hand them right back being like, this one's not mine. It doesn't smell well, right. <laughs> I, honestly, and I'm not kidding here. Everything I touch, I break. You know, I, I mean, I literally that's why when I go into like a Goodwill or something <laughs> I, or not a Goodwill, my God, like an antique store or something. I always put my hands behind my back because literally I could just look at something and it'll shatter. Fair. Um, I do that. And too. I really do feel like that way about children even though they're very durable i'm told um they are i dropped my cousin lisa on her head she was the smartest one out of a lot of us she's a pharmacist 
you, so. you just you just kind of shook her awake, didn't you? Yeah, I think uh, that's what I did. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I'm last night I'm I'm I dream I'm in a hospital. I'm just standing in the hospital. I'm just there, and uh, there's this like you know kind of newborn, not quite newborn, probably, but I mean, she's still in the hospital. It's, it's a girl, and she's in the hospital, and she's in like crying. She's in distress. And I, I pick her up and I, I, I hold her close and her, her head is like up against my heart mm-hmm. and there's immediate connection and she falls asleep and she just stays there and she just stays there. And the dream, you know, probably like in a couple seconds, but it, 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 it was meant to be that it evoked a great period of time that she just stayed with me. And I wasn't sitting, I was actually walking around the that area of the of the hospital holding her and um someone uh tried to someone someone took her away like it was time for her to move on and she gets very upset and because she was woken up or just that whatever she was very upset and then i get extremely emotional and i said um to whoever was around me i said um as far as like having the baby taken away from me, I said, she just changed my life because I've never held a baby before, but now I get it. I understand now. Hmm. That's just weird. That is. I mean, that may, I mean, not weird, like woo, weird, creepy. It's more just like, what does that, what is that saying? Yeah. What is the you know? symbolism of all of that? Yeah. I mean, uh, Jennifer asks, how did you feel when you walked around uh, with her? I felt, I mean, everything felt good. It felt like I was actually making somebody really happy, you know, like she was so content. She was so happy and she was just, you could hear her heavy breathing of like sleep, you know, Mm -hmm. and just kind of, I kind of held her and uh, I just found that to be so, um, it was, it was beautiful. But I, I think the thing that really takes me is the fact I got so emotional when, like, like when I said to them, whoever they were, she changed my life. I, you know, I get it, you know, that just, you know, and I, I, and I woke up with the feeling, um, I woke up with the feeling that, uh, it was like, I don't know, like, I, I just wondered what it would have been like, you know, I, I, I'm, there's reasons why I never had children, you know, there's just reasons. You know, we all have our reasons for whatever happens and they make, they make the, we do the best we can with that, with our decisions. Um, so I, I have to admit, I don't think I've ever really, uh, I don't think I've ever really regretted not having children, though there are times when it's just kind of like, um, you know, you wonder what it'd be like, especially when you see them with, you know, parents and seeing everyone get along and stuff. So it's just, that's what makes it very, uh, uh, you know, very, very interesting for me, I guess. Do you imagine you didn't have that dream on Tuesday and we could have brought that up to refine divine? Maybe I don't want to know what that means. You know, <laughs> I don't know. Here's the thing. Okay, well, here's sadly, the thing I do it. now. <laughs> here's the interesting thing about it. So at the listener event, uh, there was uh, there was somebody who uh, my sister went to school with that was there, grade school. I've known this person. We haven't seen – I haven't seen her in like 25 years. Mm-hmm. But she was really good friends with my sister. Um and we got to talking and uh, her and her husband did not have children either. 
and uh, th- that's just I, the, how that went for them. And she had made a comment of there'll be nobody there to take care of us when we get older. And I don't know if that was a seed to the dream or what, because, you know, we all know that dreams will happen with something that you don't think is consequential at the time, but Mm -hmm. then becomes a big, you know, full on production in the dream when, when you don't expect it to happen. So I wonder if there's something to do with that. And, uh, uh, I just I just found the whole thing. But I mean, uh, this little girl and I, I know exactly what she looks like. Um, she's been with me all day, so to speak. You know what I mean? Just yeah. that she's been there. That feeling. I, yeah, exactly. And I thought, gosh, that's and it's not a bad thing. You know, it's not a bad thing. It's just like, you know, who are you? That's kind of what I'm at. Now. You're like, who are you? I'd love to know who you are. You're somebody to me. You are somebody. You're not just, you know, created for a dream. There's something somewhere there that there was some meaning for for you in my dream so i find it i find it very interesting and um even though it's been with me all day and just kind of left me kind of scratching my head it's kind of beautiful in a way it's kind of beautiful that i did something in that dream that i never have done in in my waking moments and that it it evoked an emotion in me that i've never felt before and i think that that is uh pretty uh pretty incredible to be honest it really is, considering you've never held a child yet. The way you described it, you were holding it correctly. By by its feet, right? Yeah, yeah no, by its I mean, feet. That's, that's... Well, you know, we're going to split you in half. Oh no! Wait, <laughs> wrong story. Wrong story. Wrong story. What what a way for us to ruin a nice moment, right? Like, oh, <laughs> and then here we are. Hey, let's be funny. No, but uh, I would like to know, you know, with the symbolism going too, back yeah. to that, and the fact that you dreamt about, you know, with the, the you dreamt about the building. You now you've seen the building. Yeah. And then you have this dream about the infant. I... Well, and, and Jennifer's question about how did it make you feel walking around it, I thought she meant walking around with, with, with the child, and I thought that's really rude of her to call it an it. But she actually meant the building. So so it's been pointed out to me in the, in the comments. And just to kind of back up on that, it's it. I don't know about you, Adam. Do you ever go up to something that you just want to know more about and you want to feel the energy? Do you ever go up to it and just touch the building? Oh, absolutely. And right. there, there's places I've seen on, online and on TV where it's like it's almost like you almost have an immediate connection with that location. Totally. You know, there Absolutely. are there are places I've seen where it's like it's an old beat up farmhouse, but in my mind's eye, you can see it as a functioning, you know, farmhouse with a tractor going around it, people in the front yard, things like that. When when I would go visit my friend Chris in the UK in Birmingham. Um, there's, he, he lived, uh, a block away from a church that was 1000 years old, 1000 years old. I would walk into that place and be like, Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And then I'd go up and there was like some sort of what they call uh, a feat, uh, F E T E. It's, it's like a kind of a, kind of like a carnival, but not a carnival. It's just like a, a way to raise money for the church and stuff. And, I go in and uh, one of the one of the priests there, he saw me. I, I was touching the wall. He's just like, what are you doing? <laughs> and I said, well, I'm, I'm feeling and I'm not going to shy away. I'm like, I'm feeling the energy. It's like, can you do that? I said, so can you. 
and uh he he didn't do it i <laughs> think he's just like you know you trying to put me on but it was it was really i mean you could just like you could feel it run through you right i mean that's is that the experience that you're getting when you do that oh yeah absolutely you almost feel like it's becoming i don't want to say becoming a part of you but you can pull some of its essence yeah yeah absolutely absolutely and for those of you who've never tried anything like that do it and if you do it one time in one place like it didn't work you know don't you need to you need to keep doing it. you don't make need to make a like a, a production number out of it you just go up put your hand up there and just hold it up there for a little bit and not you know just kind of you know experience it and just let it happen i mean honestly you could even do this if you're watching me right now you're just putting your hand up you can feel energy just by doing this. You do not need to even have it on a wall. But for those of you who want to have a, a, a more of a tactile experience, then you put it up against the wall. Uh, but, uh, you know, also you can go up to friends. I've done this a number of times with people who are very uh, have a lot of energy that like this is their hand. This is your hand. Just have it close and you can kind of feel the energy kind of bouncing off each other. Kind of, a, you know, it's 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 not repelling but it is because it's just energy your two energies are colliding something always interesting to do um so with that we're we're running a little bit late here why don't we do this let's take our break when we come back we're going to go through some of those responses that we asked monday about bigfoot we're going to ask adam about what he thinks as well also folks we're going to be giving away those randy rainbow uh for president tickets now we have one pair to give away give us a call right now 952-946-6205 that's 952-946-6205 if first caller to call in and want them they're yours we're going to take a break we'll be right back you're listening to ghost box radio on am 950 And we were just talking about Mega's books in the last segment, and I do want to pass along, and this is actually sounding really cool. Uh, tomorrow, uh, which would be Saturday, uh, they're going to have a local author event over at Mega's books. It's going to be in their classroom. I think it's like, a, last I heard, it was like a, a, a mocktail hour, and they're going to have uh, local authors there. There are going to be six local authors there at Mega's books tomorrow. The event is between 1 and 3 p.m., and it is, I mean, if I were able to make it, I would love to go out there. It sounds really cool. This is the sort of thing that I love that, uh, you know, that we want to be able to promote all these wonderful local uh, situations. On Sunday, they're going to have, um, uh, they're going to have Reiki One Noon Start, traditional uh, Yusui, um, which is U-S-U-I, in case I completely destroyed that pronunciation. That's going to be on Sunday. Go to Mega's Books uh, and and see what they have going on there. They, they, they're really packing up with a lot of uh, great events and stuff. And uh, it's honestly, if you haven't been in there, please do so. Uh, it's it's a lot of fun. Adam, if you made your way out there yet, not to put you on the spot, I'm sorry. I don't mean to do that, but... Uh, to be honest with you, the last time I went to Magus Books, it was myself, my wife, and our friend Cheryl. Mm-hmm. And she could swear up and down that her house was uh, experiencing paranormal activity. So yeah. we went out there, and I remember we picked up some sage, uh, a smudging stick, and a small book of protection spells. Mm. So that's the last time we were out there. We got into my friend Cheryl's house, 
and her two nieces were living there at the time, and they were the ones having the main issue in the basement. Go into the basement. They're like, yeah, we hear all kinds of weird stuff out of this closet at the end of the basement. I'm like, okay. So I took a recorder in there, a flashlight, and I went in there to kind of just feel the place out. Debunked all their hauntings right there underneath (laughs) In, in the basement. There was a small crack in between the wall of the basement and the front step of the house. And you could hear everything crystal clear coming in from the coming in from the roadway and the houses across the street, but with the door shut, it sounded muffled like it was in the walls. Wow, that's incredible! And but we ended up using the spell book, the sage, and and mm-hmm. and everything else just to make sure everybody else was good. I actually still have that little uh, spell book at home. Wow, very interesting. Yeah, it's 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 fantastic going out there. It's a great space. Now, Adam, a woman by the name of Danielle, who you may or may not know, put a comment into the comments section, uh, said, Dreaming about a baby girl often symbolizes innocence, purity, and potential. These dreams can represent new beginnings, a nurturing aspect of one's personality, or the potential for growth and development. You can definitely use some room for growth and development. There we go. So we all can, right? This isn't just my dream; it's everyone's dream. So, uh, but that honestly, that makes sense. It does. I mean, that. that uh, so, uh, uh, Bruce says that uh, could even relate to you and your baby. This show certainly close to your heart and has real positive emotions for you. Look at that. Look at this is our audience. This is they're they're smart ones. It's actually why we like our audience. Right, exactly. Now, Jennifer, though, I'm not quite sure what to make of this. Jennifer says, I need to listen to people talk to fall asleep. <laughs> I could listen to this show every night. <laughs> Hands down, my new favorite. I'm taking that as good. That is very um, much a compliment. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jill says, I sometimes wonder if in a dream, not all, but if you're seeing just another version of yourself like in another dimension or in a multiverse i often think we have many al- many alters of alternatives of yourselves with separate choices but somehow we are still connected spiritually so we can see it in dream state i i i, I completely agree i think that uh, adam i don't know what you think but i think that's very much um very much a lot of of uh possibilities for multiple universes they always say the the decisions you make spawn all sorts of other uh, universes. You know, we what we're doing right here, we might be uh, spun off from original decision, for all we know. Yeah, I very much believe in the multiverse. Um, and I think the closest depiction to it is, did you ever watch the TV show Fringe? Yes, yeah. That I, I think that is more legit than science fiction, to be 100% honest with you. Yeah, I, I I believe so as well. Uh, Jennifer does follow up. She says, uh, not that you're boring, just soothing. Aw. Adam, you. you're soothing. I you're try. soothing. I'm like a I know, I know. The soothing voice of Adam. That's what we have going on here. My dulcet tones. <laughs> the dulcet tones of Adam. I, I'm trying to think how I can follow up with that. I, I can't. Um, so we're just going to move on here. But thank you. So the question, the question that we asked, uh, aren't you glad you didn't have to sing on Wednesday night? When oh, we I'm very glad. Message? We yeah. would have lost every member of our listening uh, you're audience. You're too hard on yourself. You don't know until you try. Oh, I've tried. <laughs> and there ain't <laughs> enough beer or karaoke to get me to. <laughs> 
speaking of which, uh, you know, we will get to these uh, questions, I guarantee. But uh, over where the listener segment is, or the listener appreciation event was, uh, was right by where there used to be a, a big uh, place that was uh, a lot of karaoke. It was called the Hopkins House. Okay. And I don't know if you ever heard of that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been torn down for years. But I remember back in the 90s working at an ad agency, and we had some people come into town, uh, like from L.A. or something, and we took them out for some, uh, you know, like a good night. And uh, we, we took them to the Hopkins house, and I just always remember. And I, I guess I didn't have thought of this as being like a rough place, but woman, some woman just comes up. She's from our group, and she's from L.A., and she just gets up to um, – the friend she's doing her little you know bonnie Wright. let's give them something to talk about and she's doing her little like little you know moving of her dancing and mm-hmm. stuff unbeknownst to her from behind the room a bottle of budweiser comes flying out <laughs> and just like she has no idea this is even happening swings right past her and smashes against the back wall and she does not she doesn't even she's so wrapped up in the bonnie Wright that she's just still like just kind of doing her moves and stuff and we're all just like oh boy so, <laughs> i think that was our last song for the evening uh so and she it wasn't a bad rendition i don't i don't know maybe they just don't like bonnie Raitt. i don't know there it's like every guitar shop where there's like that sign that you point to no stairway to heaven there's a sign there in the bar no bonnie Raitt. <laughs> no bonnie Raitt. all right a question of the night here if you believe in a creature like bigfoot do you think it's a race of animals or an interdimensional being? And the second part of this question is, have you seen a Bigfoot in person? Please share your thoughts. Uh, so here's the deal, folks. I, I did this on Monday because uh, I wanted to read through this. It was a just me episode. I took up the entire time talking about my experiences. And if you want to hear that, go to uh, am950radio.com and, and re-listen to it. Or you can go to ghostboxradio.com and have a listen. It's, it's, I, I really think it's a, a very interesting story. But I said I wanted to read through these responses um, because we, never get, we didn't get a chance to them. And people are you know, answering this, even on like our Facebook page. It's deeply personal. And uh, it's it's something that you just really want to, you know, it's it's not easy to say, let alone I believe that these creatures exist, or in my case, I believe they're interdimensional beings, or the fact that you've seen it all. You know, we, we live in a world, we live amongst ourselves here thinking that we all think the same way, because we are a safe community with this show. But outside of it, it's not always that way. So thank you to everybody who put your opinion down there as well. Uh, Carrie says, I'm glad I didn't miss the Bigfoot part of the show. Uh, Talking about what we're coming up here now, I'm assuming. Let's get to it then. Uh, Bobby says, uh, in my question about uh, whether or not we believe that Bigfoot is a race of animals or an interdimensional being, he says, I believe that if Sasquatch does exist, it's a race of highly intelligent primates, probably somewhere between gorillas and humans. They would have evolved with intelligence adequate enough to evade man, taking refuge in our protected national forests and most likely giving living in cave and cavern systems. So we have that. I, mean, I think we're going to run into this probably a little bit more. Oh, and you got your you got your uh, uh I forgot that you answered this. We're going to, I think we'll talk with you about it, Adam, when we get back into the third segment, if that works for you. Oh, right on. <clears throat> but we definitely want to get your opinion. And I want to make sure you have time to talk about it. Um, 
James says, most likely a North American species of great ape, hominid, hominid, hominid. Uh, I have not seen one myself. Uh, Char, as you may have uh, seen on such programs as this one, uh, she says, totally interdimensional. And yes, I've seen him, uh, which, you know, if you listen to Monday's show, you will know that she was very much a part of all that. And she has actually done a lot since then to try to bring them forward like i said on monday that's her story so if she wants to share it we'll have her on and she can share it but i, I won't i won't just tell you it it's her story to tell uh, emily says uh that uh there's an interesting theory that says sasquatch are actually neanderthals there's a uh that's a great youtube dive i bet it is um and then uh she hasn't seen one so uh, I have Jim, who I've kind of had a little bit of a, uh, a kind of a back and forth with, to be perfectly honest, because uh, his, his take is very different than ours, than mine, I should say. Uh, can, I don't know if he did end up listening to Monday, but he said, as we talked, I'm not a believer, but I'm willing to have an open mind. If this is an animal here in America, I would assume it would be more nomadic than stationary animal. Many animals here have huge territories, and why wouldn't uh, Bigfoot migrate like anything else? And maybe that is why we do not find them. We're looking for them on our time and not theirs. They could, have, they could already moved on to a new location in a different state by then. Basically, we're looking at the wrong place during the wrong time. That's a question he's asking. I think that's an interesting one, um, you know. I, I don't know. It, you know, I have my theory. I have my thoughts. And I, I won't even say it's a theory. I fully believe it. But it's not for me to say that means everyone else is wrong. Here over on the comments section, Brad Webb, that you might have seen on other programs such as this one as well. <laughs> uh, physically seen, no. But we've had experiences them with you and Char. I remember I was there. And uh, it was uh, – it, it's it's something that I will never forget ever. And seeing that uh, – Adam, that that's kind of in your neck of the woods back in your earlier life. Um, you know, you'll have to go back and, you know, prodigal son returns and look for Bigfoot. And I would like to go back, but, you know, I think the next time anybody will be in that area, I probably won't be able to come along. Well, you know, you never know. You never know, right? <clears throat> I want to try because, you know, I want to see if that restraining order actually works and Ernie's got to stay like 500 feet. Away yeah. from me. Let's, you know, you don't need to. You don't need to darken this program by <laughs> mentioning Ernie Pack. Well, I mean, and you know, here's the thing. You know, I'm just still laughing myself that, you know, I'm I'm asking Deb if there's a way that she can uh, strike him down with uh, <laughs> lightning. Um... <laughs> Does that happen in radio often? Where you where you yeah. you ask for? A listener to be struck down by lightning. I mean, it's just it's, it's, it's what's wrong with me. I only on this show. <laughs> only on this show. I mean, uh, he was yeah, and he actually was in the emergency room today, Ooh. as it happens. Uh, but it, it, he was in great pain. But I, I think that they it, not because of lightning, not okay. because of anything I'm able to to do, um, sadly. But uh, he is. He's. It sounds like he's okay. 
So, you know, I'll quit playing with the voodoo doll, Ernie. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> well, that's what I, when he put, when she posted, Denise posted the picture of him on Facebook in the, in the uh, emergency room. And I don't know, no offense to anybody. I don't know why you do that sort of thing. Like if I'm in the emergency room and someone's with me, please do not post a picture of me in the emergency room. Okay. Please don't. I don't want that out there. Duly but noted. She, I'll just make a TikTok. Right. Just do, just do a, just do a, like a courtroom rendering, please. That will be, that will be good enough. Uh, but, uh, so she, uh, so she, she posted it and I, my response to that was, so voodoo does exist. So, (laughs) or I think I said, so voodoo does work. So you got that. Uh, let's see here. Uh, speaking of our questions and I'll get one more in. I'm like, what, what time is it? Okay. So this, you know, we should at least if we're not doing two hours during the week, we should do a two hour uh, casual Friday. You know what I mean? It just goes by so quickly. It really does. If you believe in a creature like Bigfoot, do you think it's a race of animals or an interdimensional being? And uh, going back down, uh, let's see here. uh, Joe says, I've seen a Bigfoot or notable. I've never seen, excuse me, a Bigfoot or notable trace of one. I do think there is more than enough to show the phenomenon exists. You have to draw a line with the phenomenon we know and the idea, ideas like interdimensional creatures. I'm not. What do you What do you think that means when we say he has to draw the line? Does he? Are you thinking that means that that he's not willing to go that far with it? Yeah, it's uh, it, there's. It sounds like stopping on the physical, and it's like it, it's an earthbound creature. I think that's where they're stopping, where they're drawing. The yeah, line. that's kind of what that that made me think too. Let's see here. Uh, Jody says, and you, Jody, who's also known as J- Witch Jody, uh, interdimensional. Uh, Megs, who we had on uh, her podcast, uh, uh, Drinking the Kool Aid. I haven't seen one. I'm open to all theories, but I like the interdimensional one the most as a theory. Uh, Kathy also says interdimensional, and I haven't seen one. Uh, let's see what time we got here. Let's let's fit in. This is a. We won't put this one in yet because it's 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 a long one. Uh, and then Todd Gatewood, uh, who listened, I know he listened on Monday, and he we had him on uh, showing his work on the 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 making of these photos from the Patterson Gimlin film, mm-hmm. much grander. Uh, Todd says, I believe from my research with the Patterson film that they absolutely a race of type of humans. I'm basing this on visual observation, fossil records of prior humans and the teaching of native American elders and wisdom keepers. That's good. That's really good. And then jumping over to uh, comments real fast before we hit the break, being that Bigfoot is so elusive, I'm going with interdimensional. That's kind of where I'm at now, Adam, I'm assuming no one called in yet for uh, Randy rainbow. Nope. So the line will still be open during this commercial break. That's the last chance you have on ghost box to grab them. Absolutely. If you want them, your chances are really good. It just seems like our audience doesn't do the uh, call-ins very often. But uh, if you want, if you want a chance to, uh, if you want to win, why don't we just say call in and get the tickets, will you, please? Uh, Randy Rainbow for president. Uh, the show is a week from tonight at the State Theater. Call in nine five two nine four six six two zero five. Nine five two nine four six six two zero five. Let's take our break. When we come back, we're going to continue on more of these. We'll get Adam's thoughts on things, and we'll just keep uh, going till we wind up to the weekend. You're listening to Ghost Box Radio on AM nine fifty.
You want something fun to do tomorrow? I have I have something that I think you'd really enjoy. Tomorrow at uh, the Grand Banquet Hall in Stillwater is Witchy Weekend on the St. Croix. I am supposed to be there tomorrow. I'm being a little honest here, and by saying I'm not feeling great, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it or not, but the amount of work that has gone into this event tomorrow is uh, pretty phenomenal. It's going to be a lot of great vendors there. There's going to be a lot of great speakers there. Uh, I was supposed to speak tomorrow, but if I'm not going to go, obviously I'm not going to speak, but uh, there are plenty of amazing people that are going to speak there tomorrow. Uh, Really great topics. Uh, Once again, Witchy Weekend on the St. Croix is over at the Grand Banquet Hall, and uh, it's going to be a fun time. Uh, I was at uh, the last one uh, that was in October. It was so well put together, so enjoyable that uh, I really... Hope that uh, some of you are able to go out to Stillwater tomorrow. Go to the Grand Banquet Hall. It's from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. tomorrow. Uh, Once again, it's called Witchy Weekend on the St. Croix. You can find that on Facebook. If you go there, uh, can you please uh, let them know that you heard about it through our show, just so that they know that that, uh, we care. And uh, just uh, look, look forward to that. And if I don't go to the one tomorrow, I'll be at the one whenever the next one is. So it's going to be great. And uh, definitely go check it out. Witchy Weekend on the St. Croix. So there's that. Uh, let's see here. Monday, we're going to be back with, uh, we, we had Lynn Monet, author Lynn Monet on, uh, talking about her book, Omnipresent. Her books are so interesting, and she is so interesting. I really wanted to do a series with her in terms of for every book that she's written, which is three of them, I want to do one episode on. So um, if uh, if you do that, um, we're going to do a show on Monday with her second book, and then Wednesday we're going to have her on again for her third book. So there are two uh, more episodes that we're going to do next week with her. And it's it's going to be fantastic. I mean, that once again, that was one of those episodes, Adam, when I had her on a few weeks ago that I was sitting where you are right now and I couldn't get out of the station fast enough that night. Stuff was happening at her house when she was talking to us about it. Yeah. Next Wednesday uh, when she's on, you're going to be in studio with me. Right. So I don't have to sit here by myself. Right. I suppose I can. Yeah. I That'd suppose be amazing. Uh, also, breaking news that just came in uh, for uh, Witchy Weekend on the St. Croix. Uh, if you go there tomorrow and you mention Ghost Box Radio, you'll get three bucks off the ticket price at the door if you show up. That's between 11 a.m. and 6 p.m. So that sounds like a pretty good deal. Um, so, uh, you know, if you, once again, go check it out. It's, it's going to be like-minded people. There's other paranormal investigators there. There are people, there are mediums, there are people who sell crystals rocks all these wonderful things that is witchy weekend on the st croix uh and if you if you mention ghost box radio at the door you get three dollars off the engine like i said breaking news adam breaking news we only have the latest and greatest here on ghost box even though we're talking about a subject from four days ago absolutely right absolutely uh so uh definitely go out there tomorrow that's uh February 17th, that that event is taking place. Now, the question was, if you believe in a creature like Bigfoot, do you think it's a race of animals or interdimensional beings? Second part is, have you seen one in person? Adam, we haven't talked to you. We're, what's your thinking on this? I have not seen one in person. 
But I, up until, honestly, I had met you and Char, I never even thought interdimensional. So that's why I left my answer to not say interdimensional or biological. But sure. my answer is basically, I think that the species has been here since on the planet for centuries. And that mm-hmm. I think it was around during the Great Migration as the crust of the Earth was splitting. And that is why they're seen in more places than just North America, which is why you have the Yowie in Australia, the wild man in Vietnam, the Yeti in in uh, Siberia yep. and in yep. Malaysia. That's why you have so many different ones. I think it's highly evolved. And if it is in the cat- animal category, I would think it would be the highest, the highest evolved animal that isn't a human being and probably next to uh, the intelligence of what would be like the whales and dolphins. Mm-hmm. And that's simply because the whoops, the clicks, the whistles, that's yeah. apparently how they communicate. The most intelligent creatures of the sea, which is the whale and the dolphin, which they put together, you know, thoughts like humans do, according to science. And I'll take that answer. They grunts, whistles, clicks, same way of communication. But I have always thought there's been more to whales and dolphins, particularly the blue whale, than them just being normal earthbound mammals. But that's a topic for an entirely other program. Well, and that's just it, too. I mean, it it wouldn't be beyond human nature to neglect possibly the most important animals on the earth because we think that because they're not human, they're beneath us. Right. You know, um, here, you know, and I've often wondered this as well. Why can't we have it both ways? Why can't there be interdimensional versions of of the forest people as well as ones that do exist that they maybe they work together? Maybe there is room for both types to exist on Earth. And, you know, there might be a a story or documentation out of the UK. There was the Green Children. And I can't remember exactly where in the UK this happened, but centuries ago, apparently two green children came out of essentially Middle Earth is what they had claimed. But as people listen to their stories, it almost seemed like they crossed over from another dimension and were a completely different color because of the way the sun shone there. And that could be the same thing with Sasquatch, Bigfoot, Yeti. And I'm I'm not willing to say yay or nay. I'm willing to take a look at everything and be like, yeah, it's going to be one or the other. But Sasquatch exists. And and that's why, just like you, when when I mean, I have a theory, I have my own belief system. But when someone says that's not the case, the only thing that I kind of ruffles my feathers a little bit when someone's like, it's impossible that they exist at all. That's where I'm like, I I don't agree with that. And I try to be nice and that sometimes I'm not. But um, Jennifer asked the question. Are there enough of them to reproduce, to be around for centuries? People only ever see one. And I will let you know that uh, that is not the case, actually, that uh, there has been people who have seen uh, a couple at a time. Uh, I've actually felt, I mean, there was that part of my story on Monday when we, uh, Denise and I were out in a other part and that uh, it seemed like the trees are full of them, to be honest. But that Patterson-Gimlin film, uh that we don't know everything that took place there, though people like M.K. Davis seems to have a much better handle on what happened that day that they went out shooting. And M.K. Davis is not somebody who shot the video, but he has he has learned this through time. I think from uh, I think it's from Gimlin that uh, there was there was a number of them that day that they saw, including children. 
So, and, and the other question, Adam, to that is when we're talking children, are we talking um, about like, do children of some, a race like that? Cause we don't know a lifespan lifespan. Are we talking children in the sense of like a baby Yoda sort of thing? When we see baby Yoda in the Mandalorian, baby Yoda is 50 earth years old, you know, I mean mm-hmm. like a, a child, uh, Bigfoot, Sasquatch, whatever we're calling them, you know, a child, you know, that looks that small might be, you know, a hundred years old or something. I don't know what a timeline is for them. Yeah. Do they age like us? Not, you know, that's, that's a wonderful question because I never really looked at it that way. Yeah. But yeah. It could, they could usually be like, you know, the Grogu of the Sasquatch. Well, and you think about this way too. I mean, and this isn't meant to be religious or anything, but if you look at like the old Testament, you look at someone like Moses yeah, and he was Moses like 800 lived. years or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, absolutely. So it's like, you know, if if we're looking at these creatures from being from, you know, way before, you know, humans, that that comes that stands the reason that why wouldn't that be a consideration? And that's why that they have gone in hiding because so much history is lost. Right. We do, there we have a lot of history, but we don't know a lot of history that maybe there was some great skirmish at some point that has put these creatures into hiding for all we know they could have been the dominant creature on this planet at one point for all we're aware of you know for all we know i mean every history is written by the the you know the the winners i guess and winning in this sense means that we're the survivors yeah you know and history basically you know is uh you know three thousand years old to us (laughs) yeah well And even older than that, you know, and that's the one thing I think AI is good for well, is decoding yeah. some of these ancient ancient texts. And I think that's where we're going to find a lot of our answers about Sasquatch, mm-hmm. about alien life forms, because I would, I'm going to imagine if we're having, you know, congressional hearings on it, if they were seeing something weird in the sky way back, they were going to have some sort of hearing on it, too. Yeah. Yeah, no, very much so, very much so. And Jennifer asked the question, would they live in a cave system underground? Well, I mean, I think that, I think it's been, uh, certainly it's been shown that if there are caves around, that they may use that as as a, as a place. But I, I, I personally have not heard of any, like, cave systems. But, I, you know, Adam, I don't know if you've heard something else. I'm sure if there were such a thing that they, they would take advantage of it. Oh, yeah. Especially if you go up north of Vancouver, uh, mm-hmm. British Columbia, where it's like one to two people per, you know, like 45 square miles after you get out of mm-hmm. the Vancouver area. Who knows what's in there and how much of that has actually been explored? There could be an expansive cave system in that section of the Rocky Mountains. It's incredible. Now, okay, because we're gonna because it's Casual Friday, we kind of follow the whims of uh, everybody who uh, participates, and I I love that. Uh, Emily, once again, uh, Witchy Weekend on Saint Croix, three dollars off, and Emily is the person who's organizing it, and uh, she says there's new footage that came out being called the best video evidence captured of UFOs. This is breaking news adam are you familiar with this at all i haven't been on reddit today and that's where i get all my ufo news of late but honest i will say reddit's way more accurate than a lot of the other places that's interesting i this is news to me i don't i don't know i'll have to look that uh, up after the uh, yeah. show tonight yeah absolutely it looks like that we know what we'll be talking about next friday um and 
And and Jennifer's like, sorry for all the questions. No, Jennifer, that's what we want. Keep mm-hmm. it, keep them coming, please. Anybody, keep them coming. And and please know we don't have all the answers because a lot of this is all based on what we've seen, hear, heard, or whatever. But there, I don't think there's any right or wrong. Please know that, folks. So, uh, you know, your your opinions are important as well. This is a safe place to to have them. You know, so hundred percent. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think your your uh, thoughts on that are, I, I think they're very spot on. I think that that's very, uh, very possible. Uh, so it, I feel like that, uh, um, you know, it, it, do you do you do you think we're ever going to find out? I think we will. I think at some point within our lifetimes, there will finally be the evidence found. And I honestly think it's going to come through. Uh, a bit of technology. I think it's honestly, there's going to be caught on a trail cam and you know that half of the people are going to say it's real. The other half are going to say it's not real, but I think we're going to get a clear shot at some point. That's going to be definitive, whether people want to believe it or not. Now, once again, breaking news. I mean, this is this tonight's episode is nothing but breaking news over here. Kyle, who, uh, if you listen to my Monday show, I talked about uh, the Wabasha, uh, the the Wabasha experience we had. Kyle was there with us. He's, we we did it over two nights, and he asked the question: Did you ever play the sound from Wabasha for your audience? Maybe they've heard it before. Why don't we do that next Friday? Why don't we Why don't we play that next Friday? And the thing with that is that you might listen to it. You might think, Oh, that's like a, a whooping duck or some like unknown thing i've never heard of in my life Mm -hmm. but uh certainly is something that uh uh definitely i think would be fun thank you kyle it's a great idea uh and boy we're running through time here very quickly so we're gonna wrap it up here uh right now and uh as we wrap up don't forget monday we're gonna have lynn monet on we're gonna be talking about her other two omnipresent books as well as char savoy and maria shah Please make sure to visit Ghostbox Radio to find past episodes of our radio show and like us over on Facebook at Ghostbox Radio with Greg Bakken. Also send any comments or feedback to comment at ghostboxradio.com. Don't forget to check out the best of Ghostbox Radio airing Saturdays at 8 p.m. and Sundays at 4 p.m. here on AM 950. And finally, whether you're chasing spirits or just drinking them tonight, Please be careful out there, and we'll see you Monday as we talk with Lynn Monet about Omnipresent. It's going to be a great show. Everyone have a great weekend, and take care.